Ask you, Jim. Ask you, Jim. through that he ran in from the yard he hurt okay that's his favorite he runs in. yes we hear you going outside play now we're starting the podcast or as i'm calling it now the pad cast because i'm giving away an ipad going outside guff okay i'm gonna have to put up guff skate here we go there you go guff okay there you go going outside thank you very much there you go um so We have to begin with a word from our sponsor. Ladies, do your eyes water when you pluck those stray hairs out of your nose? Are you tired of the tears? Are you pooped from the plucking? What you need is the beautiful, battery-powered Brett Kavanaugh bitches nose hair trimmer. Now, you know, Brett is in the news today, and I don't care how thick and repulsive your nose hair is, ladies. I don't care. It's a hair coming out your nose. Looks like the hose of a rotor-rooter. Brett, Brett Kavanaugh cannot stand looking at him, and he is selling you the Brett Kavanaugh bitches nose hair trimmer to mow those babies down now last night as you know uh, brett had to leave the restaurant in dc called morton's sort of a chic restaurant and he had to leave out the back exit now the word was it was because of protesters they had gathered in the front of the restaurant and it made poor brett oh, poor brett made him uncomfortable now Albrecht has decreed that millions of citizens of America should risk death from ectopic pregnancies. And Brett is upset. The word was he was upset. You know, he couldn't eat his cake. He couldn't finish dessert, you know. and But that's not true. The real reason Brett got upset was he... He found a lady's nose hair in his salad and fled. So Brett Kavanaugh wants you to buy his bitch's nose hair trimmer. 
because it not only trims your nose hair, it reaches right up into your brain and lops off your frontal lobes, just snips those suckers right off. Because beer loving Brett figures out that now that he and the Supreme Court have taken away your rights, ladies, why do you even need a brain? So what are you waiting for? Get the Brett Kavanaugh bitch's nose hair trimmer and a lobotomy. All for the low, 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 low cost of $129.99. Call her on the phone. Call her on the phone. When you're all alone, just ask Eugene. Call her on the phone. Don't sit there all alone. If you need to pick up bone, Bobby, ask Eugene. I put on a long theme song because that way I could run, feed Guff. He's very happy. But now, while I was running away to feed the dog, did you hear? Did you hear those lyrics? Did you hear that theme song? Those lyrics, call her on the phone. Call her on the phone. Call her on the phone. Ask Eugene will fix your step. Okay. Call her on the phone. Did you hear that? But do you call me on the phone? No. No, no, you do not call me on the phone. What's the name of this show? Ask Eugene. Ask, ask, ask Eugene. How can you ask Eugene anything if you don't call her on the phone? Now, Eugene is the longest, uh, ask Eugene is the longest running advice column in American publishing, 29 years. 27 of those years were at L. And now, Ask Eugene is on this platform. What is this platform called? This platform is called Call In. And is anybody calling in? <laughs> so here's, okay, and now I'm going to tell you, let me have a sip of water. I've been running around trying to get that dog fed. Hang on. So here's the true and hideous history of the Ask Eugene show on call-in. Before I did my first show on call-in, I was so excited. It was going to be dazzling. It was going to be spectacular, magnificent. We were going to be bigger than Beyonce. Okay, that was my dream. It was going to be, it was going to be just like the old Ask Eugene TV show. And the old Ask Eugene TV show, we had so many calls coming in that when the live show went off the air, I went up into the control room and answered more calls. So my friend Bob Rowe, you've all heard me talk about Bob Rowe, uh, 
we started making plans for all the calls that were going to be flooding the new show. Now, Bob is the former editor-in-chief of Newsweek. Bob is one of New York's most, most respected editors. Now, it was Bob Rowe, when he was editor-in-chief of Newsweek, who investigated who owned Newsweek. Bob is such an exceptional journalist that he investigated his own magazine. It was one of the bravest uh, acts of journalism of the first quarter of this century. He was fired, of course, absolutely. <laughs> shown within hours, shown the door. Uh, and he's now at a famous uh, venture capital firm and happy as can be. And, uh, you know, his daughter is interning for me, the beautiful Dahlia, and his wife, Nancy, is one of my best friends. So uh, Bob and I <laughs> were, were making all these enormous plans on how to handle the flood, the flood uh, of ASCII gene calls. We were, you know, we, we knew there was going to be a problem. Huh? See, when you take in calls, you can't mix all the career calls in with the relationship calls and with the sex problem calls. They have to, you, you have to have a little bit of each. You have to have the right mix. Uh, each caller has to be prepared, has to be produced. Um, uh, we have to, you know, uh, when you produce a call, it's what are you talking about? And then uh, Bob would help them, you know, get the gist of their problem. And uh, then the the caller would be prepared to come live on air. So, oh boy, were we ready. We were prepared for the Tasumi of tormented people calling in and, and getting the best answers they possibly could. Okay, so that we were ready for the riot. Uh, I kept saying out loud, oh my God, I actually said this out loud, watch out, Dan Savage, here comes Eugene. Oh my God. So, <laughs> it's... Uh, uh, five o'clock or seven o'clock on a Wednesday, we go live for the first show, and what happens? Guess, guess what happens? <laughs> nobody calls in. Nobody, 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 nobody calls in. Nobody. So, <laughs> guess in the last ten. Okay, I've done sh ten shows, and I love doing the shows. The shows were great. But uh, now you get to guess how many people called in on those 10 shows. Now, some of you have been here for all 10 shows, but just guess how many people have called in on all 10 shows. Okay, I'm going to give you a guess. 60? Uh, 80 maybe? Okay, three. Three people. <laughs> three people on 10 shows. And the last guy who called in was trying to sell his Honda Civic for $7,000. So... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give an iPad to the person who calls in on this show right here, this show that we're doing right now. And we're going to run over time. We're going to take to everybody who wants to talk. We're going to, I'm going to take their call. Um, and whoever asks the best ASCII gene question or gives the best ASCII gene answer or or gives the best comment, the best comment I will give the iPad to, okay? And I'm going to announce the winner on next week's show. And let me tell you, this iPad is fabulous. It's gorgeous. It's the 10, 
inch, uh, 10.2 inch retina display with true tone. It's the A13 bionic chip with neural uh, engine. It's the 8 MP wide back camera. It's the 12 MP ultra wide front camera. Oh my God, it's got stereo speakers. I'm using one right now. I'm talking to you right now from my iPad. It's got stereo speakers. Um, it's got, you know, it's, did you, do you listen to uh, Dead Eyes, that podcast? Well, he finally got to, he actually had Tom Hanks on his show. And Tom Hanks said, today, anybody with an iPad can shoot a good movie. And it's true. I, I can shoot movies on this thing. I can edit movies. It's sexy. I read books. You record music. You draw on it. You paint on it. You compose music on it. It is unbelievable. So that's that's the prize. Mary Trump just texted right before the dog started barking and right before the theme music came on, Mary Trump texted me. I said, I'm Mary, I can't talk. I'm hurling free iPads at people (laughs) trying to get them to call into the podcast. So lines are open, darlings. Lines are open. They're open. Uh, At best, ask Eugene question. Uh, Give the best advice. Or uh, the best comment. Now, what the comments today are going to be about the best prize you won. Okay, we're going to be commenting today about what's the best prize you've ever won. Uh, you know, of course, most of us want want to win back one thing, and that's our constitutional rights over our own bodies. That's what we want to win. But tell uh, if you have a comment, tell us about the first or the best time you ever walked off with a prize. You know, what was the occasion? How stiff was the competition? Uh, What did you win? You know, a ribbon or, you know, bragging rights or a medal or a trophy. And um, there you go. So let's take our, oh my God, we got some callers. Take next caller. Here we go. It looks like it's going to be Allie. Take next to Allie. Hey, Allie. Unmute yourself, Allie. Hey, Allie, unmute yourself. Hello, Allie, Allie, Allie. Allie, 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 unmute yourself, Allie. Hello, Allie. (laughs) Well, this is why it's so hard to take calls because people don't unmute themselves. Allie, I know you have a brilliant comment or an excellent. Hey, Allie, unmute yourself. Okay, I can't. Oh, hi, Allie. Speak to me through Elle magazine for about 15 years on the jump seat of United Virgin America and Alaska Airlines as a flight attendant. Wow. Wow. I'm so happy oh, to talk to you, Alan. I, I'm thrilled. I think you are brilliant and I am here to ask you a question great um because i'm imagining what i would say to you if i was speaking to you and it's actually happening right now so this is wonderful i find myself i have one month left of my 30s 40 years old which is a turning point i mean i know it's it seems to be small if you you know you've had all these wonderful years to have this awesome career and live in these wonderful cities. I have found myself at a crossroads. I don't know where to go with my career. 
Oh, there's so much out there now. And I'm, I find myself, I have two little kids at home Oh, and I want to do something substantial. Recently, I've been impassioned with the women's movement Good. with what's been happening. And I've been following what you've been saying. And it's just been, it's been, I don't know. I, I feel like I've, I'm in the upside down, like in stranger things. Oh. <laughs> and, but in a, on a, on a better note, how can I, how can I help the world? How can I use my, uh, my college degree? I was a communication major from UC San Diego. Oh, um, so I've got that in my back pocket, but I've, I was a flight attendant for like 15 years. I quit because of COVID. Um, and I just, I don't know where to go from here. I do my research on the internet. You know, I love, I love your advice column. I've loved it. And you know, they called it jump seat therapy oh, when we would yeah. talk to each other and, and the guests too on the plane, um, about what's happening. And it's just kind of, it helps you to get fresh perspective from someone who it really uh, does. doesn't know you. Hey, yes, Allie, exactly. where do you live? Allie, where do you live? I live you- in California. I live in the Central Valley of California, Visalia. Well, you, it just, here's the thing. You are in, you, you are in the glittering transition. Uh, yes. Flight attendants have every kind of skill possible <laughs> that a woman can have. I mean, every kind of skill. You can calm down somebody who's extremely angry. You can yeah. lift up somebody whose spirit, spirits are low. You can make sure that people are having a good time, which is essential to a happy life. You have the skill, the skill, which, um, which uh, corporations are looking for. You have uh, the skills uh, of taking care of people. You have the, ed- uh, you know, the, um, the, um, the determination <laughs> to get on a plane and herd you know, hundreds of people around, make sure they're safe, make sure they're, uh, they land happy, make sure they have no, com- it's almost an impossible job. And you did it for what? How many years? Uh, About 13? 15. Oh 15. my God. Okay. So, uh, I, first of all, if I, I, I suggest that you start to write an essay about all the skills that you have acquired. As okay. A Just write, you know, uh, be Joan Didion. Be um, j- sit down and just talk about yourself and how brilliant. How uh, describe what you've uh, what you've done, what it takes, and what you've accomplished. You're going to be amazed. Then we have all the skills you add on top of that of being a, a mother. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah. So that so the determination and the discipline that it takes to be a so you have everything. Now all you have to do is figure out what you want to do. Right? You want to help women. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's complicated. I'm, you know, I've signed all these petitions to, well, one of them, the most recent one was to impeach uh, Clarence Thomas. Thomas. And right, right. That's good. My father-in-law, has this ever been done where you've been, someone's in, they've been right. impeached and he said it had a long time ago. But I just don't know if that's going to be enough to get, no, you know, yeah. our voices heard that this is like, you know. Don't worry about it. The majority. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Allie, do not worry about it. Every, yeah. every woman I know, every woman you know, we are determined. It's not. Uh, uh, the president went on television today and said this is not going to stand. He signed the executive order. We're, right. We're, you know, uh, so there's lots of things that we can do, but you specifically want to have, I suggest that you go to work uh, 
with um, do you listen? You're going to want to earn money, right? Of course. Okay. Well then, all right. Do you like corporations or not corporations? Not corporations. All right. Do you like? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um, They're making the most money, though, aren't they? <laughs> well, do you want to go into an office or not into an office? Well, I'd rather stay. I with all this remote work opening up for us, um, I'd rather stay. I'd be. I I want flexible work working conditions. Well, you want just about everything. Yeah, you, pretty been, much. Pretty you've much. been spoiled rotten. Order. Okay, so this this is it. It's 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 not difficult. Yeah, people are begging to hire people now. Yeah. You are in a very beautiful. Uh, position. You just have to decide in what area of life you want. If you want to save animals, if you want to work for women, um, you will find the companies that are doing that. That Can you do that research and find that out? I, I can. Yes, definitely. Okay. And then all you have to do is go in for the personal interviews and they'll hire you because of your skills <laughs> as right. a flight attendant. Really? Uh, yes. I'll tell you what my friend did. My friend, uh, Barbara Shaler, uh, was a flight attendant, and she worked for uh, United, like you, and she ended up being one of the most powerful women in Washington because she went to work for, um, uh, um, boy, did you have a, did, did the flight attendants even have a, um, did you even did you even, were you even organized back? Uh, when did you, when did flight attendants first yes, organize? I was, we were organized. We were organized, but with Virgin America, that was Richard Branson's baby. Right. He was against unions, but you know, that was the best job I have ever had. So. Okay. So Barbara went to Washington. Yeah. So go, uh, listen, this is how, well, if you can follow in her footsteps, she, she, Became a person to be recognized uh, to reckon with in Washington. She became very big um, with the boy. I can't remember the name of the. Uh, she unfortunately passed away, and so there was there were headlines across the nation when she died. Um, I, that's where I would put you okay. if you have those organizational skills. I would follow in Barbara's footsteps because she took everything she learned as a flight attendant. And, uh, boy, did she have great stories. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're very lucky, Allie. Um, I, that's the direction I'd go in. Do you feel like that would be a good way to to do? I decided to. Yeah. I mean, I live in California, though. So if there's a way I can do that locally or at. Oh, no. It is. She, yeah, you'll be local. She happened to, she happened to live in Washington. So that's where. And, you know, unions are huge in California. So why? I, if I were you, I would, I would go in that direction because women definitely uh, need unions. This is, you know, yeah, right. We can't let you know thirty people be the richest people in the entire world and, and everybody else not get anything. So union is. Uh, so I, um, I'm going to head you in that direction. Is that does that is that not sexy enough for you? <laughs> no, thank you so much. That's well, that, you that can, helps so much. And if anybody else calls in, if you have advice for Allie, uh, remember the iPad is up for grabs. Um, if you have be better advice than I do um, for Allie, and I'm sure you will, please call in. Allie, keep listening to the show. I think people are going to come in with lots of advice. Thank you, Eugene.
Thank you, Allie. We're, Give a kiss so to your much. kids. Oh, Adios. thank you so much, Eugene. Bye. Bye-bye. Now, how do we call on the next person? We go like this. Take next caller. Oh, my God. We've got callers. Tom. Hello, Tom. Take off your microphone, Tom. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, Tom. How are you? Hi, Eugene. I'm doing great. How are you? Have you got any advice for Allie? Well, you know, <laughs> no, because I'm going to be very listening very closely to everyone's advice for Allie. <laughs> yeah, we all are. <laughs> right. We all are. So uh, can can Ask Eugene help you, or have you got a comment about the best prize you've ever won? Uh, Eugene, I think only you can help me. Um, oh, I have many, uh, you know, very interesting and possibly iPad winning questions, but truly oh. the area I need the most help with is something that I think you could help me with is I, do you have any advice for separation anxiety with dogs? <laughs> Did you hear the top of the show? The dogs. Uh, no, I'm. <laughs> the top of the show, my dog Guffington stood behind my back and barked his head off all during the thing. And then uh, during the next, during the theme music, I fed him and then threw the ball for him. And now he's back. Yes, I do have advice for that. Uh, how long have you had the dog? We've had the dog for just four months. And he okay. is a year and a half old throwback Pomeranian named Disco. And he <laughs> oh, is cute. the sweetest thing on very long Pomeranian legs. And oh. his first owner was um, was a single mom who tried to leave him in a crate all day while she was oh. working. Oh. It didn't work out. And he barked and howled. And eventually it caused a noise problem yeah. with the neighbors. So by the time that we got to him, he has had a lot of crate aversion, which we have worked hard to overcome. And now he loves his crate. But Good. we cannot leave him alone for more than a few minutes at a time. No matter what I try. I've read everything. I've tried everything. I don't know what to do. I, he hasn't been alone in the house in four months. He has not been alone in the house for four months? Okay. Um, for more than like, you know, ten minutes maximum. All right. Have you tried shutting him in just into the kit from uh, graduating from the crate to the kitchen to let him free in the well, kitchen? Well, I, I could. We he, we had some progress in the sort of kitchen living room area, um, and that was going fine for a while. And then suddenly, the progress completely reversed. And then, oh no, that's 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 to be expected. You is two steps forward, one step back. Okay. Yeah. I would go back to the kitchen living room thing, the sh you know, uh, giving him that player. Does he have, how many toys does the dog have? What's it, What's his name? Oh, his name is Disco. Disco. He's got a lot and of toys, he, right? He's got plenty of toys. He's very food motivated, and he's mostly interested in his toys if someone is tugging on them or if they have food in them that he can get out. Okay, Tom, I have the solution for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get a second dog, and put them in. Ah. The, get that. Put them in the kitchen living room. They'll play together. Nobody, nobody's leaving. To, you don't put Disco alone. You can't leave Disco alone. Get him a playmate. That's my advice. It works. <laughs> we, like we have that. a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> so how big is Disco? Well, how much does he weigh? Twenty five pounds. He, and he's seventeen pounds. But I, I, this, and this is my first ever dog. So getting a one dog was a huge step, and I'm really scared of getting a second. No, dog. two is so much easier. You're talking to a woman who generally has four dogs. The dog. That's true. 
Um, they, uh, the dogs entertain one another. They will, he will stop depending on every minute of his life to be entertained by you because he will have his own puppy. He will have his own puppy. Or well, you can I get have, him a cat. One of the two. If, you know, a cat have, is also um, good. I have a follow-up question then, which is how okay. do you advise to keep my partner from murdering me when I tell him that we have to get another dog? <laughs> is your partner there? Is he standing right there? No. The oh. work. Okay. I, listen, uh, just say, uh, just say, darling, do you ever want to leave the house again? You do? You want to go out to dinner? You want to go out for a romance? You want to have date night? Listen, uh, we get another dog, it's taken care of. I'm The dog won't pay any attention to you if he has, the dog needs his partner, okay? They're not very so interested. The dog, I need the dog to pick out the next dog then. <laughs> well, you know, that's not uh, unusual. You you understand. Right. People do take their. Uh, you'll you'll need another. Uh, you know, the next time get a. Um, <laughs> well, I, listen. You get whatever dog you want. Get whatever <laughs> disco wants. This will solve your problems, Tom. You can have a date night with your partner. You can actually have undivided attention to each other. Snack in bed. Have breakfast in bed. How long has that been? Right. Yeah. Much. Uh, yeah. Right? You're right. Okay. right. You get another dog and Disco will love it. And, uh, you know, dogs who have dog friends or have dog partners don't even have to be created at night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They uh, curl up together. This is a new world that's going to open for you. A new <laughs> world. New. You don't well, believe this me, is, but it's I'm, true. I'm keeping an open mind. My world is rocked right now. I didn't, I didn't expect life you to go this way. Disco to stop pulling on your trouser leg every two seconds. Get Disco a friend. Really? Well, he's wonderful. Um, and I wish that you could meet him because I think oh, you'd hit it off. I love him already. I love him. All. What color is Disco? Is he a blonde, a strawberry blonde? He's white mostly with a little oh. like peach patch on his head and tail. Okay, Tom, this yes. is going to work. Trust me on this. My neighbors just got my my neighbors have a retriever. They got a uh, name Scout. They just got a second uh, retriever puppy, and Scout is so happy now. They play all. You don't. We don't even see them. They're just outside playing the whole time. Really, I know you're thinking, how am I going to tell my guy? How am I going to tell my no? Really good advice, potentially. I just have to, it's a lot to absorb because uh, we're no, it's in, a little... it's a small apartment and I'm nervous about um, being the person with all of that. But <laughs> if my this heart was big for disco, I can make room for it, someone else. Well, Tom, this will work. First of all, this will work and you won't have to worry about disco anymore and no more whining, crying when you leave the apartment. You'll be able to leave the apartment because they will play all day and then they'll be too tired at night to bother you. Really. And also, give a Maybe kiss to disco for me. Give me, yes. give me a big kiss from Auntie E. And, Absolutely. Uh, boy, you're in the running with this question. You knew that. <laughs> I just knew that I knew, you know, there's so many questions that I, I would ask if I can save them for other shows, but okay, um, excellent. The most urgent matter. Well, this is good. Uh, give uh, Disco a kiss and uh, uh, keep me abreast. Let me know how it works out. Would you? Would you do that? Yes, I will. Okay. I will. All Thank right. you.
See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Now, now we got next caller. Oh, my God. This is like I'm in heaven. I've never had so many callers. This is brilliant. I should be giving away iPads a lot. Hey, Kristen, take off your mic. Okay. Hi. Hey, Ms. Kristen, Pat. what's up? Well, this is a heavier. Your last two callers were very uh, positive and optimistic. This is a little sadder. I am wondering how you recovered from that kind of sexual assault, which I have also gone through, and it's just devastating. It's just devastated my life. How long ago did it happen, Kristen? 20 years ago. 20. I know. Uh, you know, uh, people don't under the, uh, people say, why didn't, you know, it, it may as well have been yesterday, right? Right. Just, yeah. um, yes. I still yes. nightmare about it. I, huh. It's destroyed everything. My marriage, my home, everything. It took down everything. And actually, this was a religious leader. My, I had a string of deaths, my mother, my grandmother. And Ugh. this is a Buddhist, uh, an Australian. What? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> and it was sort of like, it was very cultish. And he was grooming me for a while and uh, raped me as I was trying to assist them with a you know, a place to go. Uh, they wanted a building, and uh, it was. I, I, it. I don't know. I and I've been through therapy, and I still can't. I still haven't recovered from it. Uh, when it happened, did he cover it up? Did he tell you it didn't happen? Did he tell you it was the will of God or any of that stuff? Yes, it was my karma. It was my karma. And this is all for a purpose. And yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, uh, Kristen, uh, I don't want you to, I don't want that one incident. How long did, what was it, a half an hour, an hour? What was it? Or did it, yeah. or, or was the abuse ongoing? Well, it was sort of a grooming process, but okay. I, I was trying to get the, the, the Buddhists, this building, um, this happened in Cambridge, Massachusetts, by the way, but, um, and so I took them out to dinner and discussing the details of this building that I had found that was a possibility for them to, to obtain. And, uh, he actually asked me to go back to his apartment. He actually had a girlfriend, asked me to go back to the apartment and put on the television. So, you know, it was the VCR. You had that blue screen on the television when the, oh, when yeah. the no, video, right? right? And I, that's what I remember the most. And I, what? and he pulled me into the bedroom and I, I just, just disconnect. I don't, I don't know. I guess it's a preservationist thing, but I, I just kind of shut off. I, I don't know. And I, and well, I feel guilty. Because I didn't fight yeah. like a like a mad dog, like I should have, you know. No, see, here's the thing. This is, isn't this the strangest, oddest, most horrible thing that we feel guilty? Yes. yes. This, this is this this is. You should feel proud that you're even standing up now and calling in. You're able to string a sentence together, and I don't want you to have this this our experience pathologize the rest of your life it is it is 
it's ongoing in your life. It's like it's happening again and again and again, right, Kristen? You know, yes, to- it is all the time. Yes. So I, I, you just don't feel. I don't know. It's so hard for me to feel good about myself. I've had some body dysmorphia since then. Uh, like, nothing. Nothing is right. I never feel good enough. Um, well, here's the thing, uh, Kristen. Yeah. You are good enough. Uh, you're you're not good enough. You're you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And the thing is, what he's done to you is just permeated your brain. Now, I want to give you a little exercise um, that when the thought of it comes back into your brain, which it does, what, six, seven times a day? Or is it more? <laughs> At least. Okay. Here, here's what I do. I just let the thought come in. Mm-hmm. I don't get upset. I just, I recognize as it comes is, as a memory comes up, I just let it go in and then I know it's going to go, go, and I sort of bat it away from me. I don't get angry at the thought. I don't do anything. I just sort of bat it away. And I know it's going to come back, but I know I have the power to bat that vision or that idea away. I just bat it away. I physically sometimes pick up, people will be driving in the car with me someplace and they'll see me raise my hand and sort of salute. <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm batting, I'm batting the vision or the idea or the memory away. I just bat it. Uh, people have said to me, Gene, what are you doing? I'm, you know, and I don't say what I'm doing. I say, I'm saluting animals as we go by. But what I'm doing <laughs> Is I'm batting away. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's this technique has been around for thousands of years. You know, you're going to have the, uh, the uh, visions. You're not going to get upset with yourself for having them. It's the way your brain works. It's the way you protect yourself. Just yeah. quietly bat that thing away. You have to do it 10, 20 times a day. That's, and you will find that they occur less often. Hey, I will try. You know, I also wanted to say to you, you were enormously brave to come out against that son of a bitch. Excuse me if I'm not supposed to say that on the, but for you to do that, I think you led the way for what's going on now. And hopefully he will be behind bars where he belongs. I I just, oh, I I just admire a lot. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope, I hope my little technique helps you because it certainly has, I sort of stumbled on it. Uh, and uh, the thing is, I want you to accept all these visions that come up, just accept them because you're not going to be able to get rid of them because the human brain is, you know, uh, yeah. just bat them away, bat them away, Kristen, because you're a valuable woman. You're a valuable woman. You're on this earth. One, one split. I know. So I don't I do. want you to waste too much of it thinking about this guy. I don't just bat them away, bat them away. It's your one precious life. Tell you what, you know, some of the times I felt at my lowest when I feel suicidal, I think, what is the chance of any one of us being on this earth? What is right. the chance, right? One egg and one sperm meeting to create this human huh. being. It's impossible. I, oh, yeah, it's impossible. It, it's it impossible. can't happen, and yet it did. And yet, yet you and I are talking, and we are exactly, and we are triumphant. We are triumphant, Kristen. That's just remember that we are yeah. triumphant. Remember mm-hmm. that you got that. Okay, all right. Paul, okay. let me know how you're doing. Uh, okay, I will. Thank you, Kristen. I just, 
I just found you today, so I will oh, call God. it again. <laughs> that means I found Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Talk to you okay. soon. Adios. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. It looks like we have Miss Jenna is up next. Oh, good heavens, we got Jenna up next. Hey, Jenna, take off your microphone. I did, Andy. Well, well hey, <laughs> Jenna, yay! <laughs> so what do well, we got? So, so Can, um, I was going to talk about, I'll talk about two things. But first, I wanted to encourage Kristen, um, right. just because um, I supported myself for 14 years as a body worker, and I saw a lot of women who had been sexually assaulted. Right. And... Um, Part of, in my experience, part of what women are going through and it keeps coming back again and again is that it's, it's in the body memory. It's in the cellular memory. And she needs a good body worker who will let, help her body let it go. Now, Jenna, take us through that. Explain what that's, what does that mean? Explain it to us. Take us step by step. When you Which say, part? I want the whole thing that you just said that she needs body work. Now, what does that mean that it's cellular? Okay, so. So the body stores everything that's happened to you as a physical, visceral experience. It has its own cellular memory, and that's, you know, like proven neuroscience. And along with the, the physical memory, um, it's, it's connected to the brain, and the brain, you know, then runs its tape. You know, as soon as the body feels it, just what you were saying, when the body feels it, then the, the trigger gets going in the brain and you relive the whole thing and then the body remembers and it's, it's like a vicious circle. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm pouring, I'm, I'm pouring myself a half a glass of wine because this okay. is, uh, you know, this it's is heavy uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pouring myself and I, well, I'm, I just poured a half a glass, uh, you know. So, I just, so I had anyway, to the process has always been for me because you can't do anything until, if your mind is racing, right? <clears throat> Getting centered. And then, as you said, let it come, but then right. help the body let it go. And for me, that is a variety of things. It depends on how it's manifesting. Like a woman I worked with had been assaulted on a train, and when she was assaulted, she twisted. Oh. So all, the, all the memory and all the pain and all that was in this, like, lump on her back. You know, oh, as, yeah, well, so it's muscle memory. So as we worked on that, she'd start to cry and she and you could feel the heat coming out of her body. You know, you mean and, you could by manipulating her back, the muscles or the whatever. Yes. yes. You can actually help release the of tension. Which is called, oh, yeah. Oh, this, OK, this, this so, I hope Kristen is listening. This is very interesting. Um, And then the second thing, I mean, that's like. That's just basic manipulation and massage. But then I studied rolfing, which is myofascial tissue, which is the, the real thin sheath around the muscles. And when a trauma happens, the body locks down. You know, and Say that word again. Say that word again. It's called myofascial tissue. And if you look it up, um, it just, it's like on a piece of steak. There's a real thin layer of film that's transparent. No. That's, what, that's what holds your muscles and tendons in place. Oh. That's what gives. That's what gives them shape. So you know, if you tear a muscle or whatever, you know, the myofascial tissue tends to lock down really tight to protect it. So the same thing happens when there's an emotional trauma. Just think, if you're frightened, how tight you get, how tense you get. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You grit yeah. your teeth. You, you know. So that's all a physical, natural response. And what Kristen's describing is is trauma that's happening again and again and again. Her body doesn't yes. know how to let yes. go of it. Yes. So she has to let go of the body 
trauma, but then she also needs help to how does she stop the pattern going in her brain? Because it yeah. just runs on an endless yeah. loop. And yeah. every time she, she runs the loop, her body re-experiences it. Well, hell, that sucks. <laughs> and so, it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. Yeah, that's just years. not, that's, but, she has PTSD at this point. But Jenna, I think yes, you have, that's a very good answer. That is a concrete, <laughs> doable, oh, yes. doable yes. answer. So, okay. The other so, thing I want to suggest, yeah. just because um, it's all interrelated, it's not just muscular, is acupressure or acupuncture. Yeah, tell me about that now. What's that? <laughs> so it's finally been proven that, that along with the nerves, we have an electrical system in our bodies, right? And those are what has been called in Chinese medicine um, meridians. And so each meridian runs up and down the body and is associated with a particular uh, organ and particular emotions. So, for example, when I was dealing with you know, my abuse and trauma, I had a lot of pain around my lung area, you know, yeah. and acupuncture really helped me release that. So, ah. and, yeah. And it's not, it's not, um, airy fairy anymore. I'm happy to put up links and information oh. about it if you'd like, because Good. you can do, yeah. you don't have to go, go get needles stuck in yourself. You can do uh, shiatsu, which is just pressure. Ah, now, uh, I do hear that near, uh, that, um, uh, acupuncture is working now for headaches. So, oh, yeah, sure. So sure. that is a big breakthrough. Now, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Jenna, do you have a uh, advice for Allie, who's been a flight attendant, which means she has every skill in the world. I mean, God <laughs> yeah, bless so that was, her. That was what I got all excited about. Then I heard about Kristen. I thought, this poor woman. So okay, Kristen's- I know you were calling, because I saw you uh, bing on as soon as Chris, uh, when yeah, Allie yeah. was So what's your advice for Allie? So... You know me. Um, I've been uh, working on this idea of creating virtual influencers, which are just digital oh, images, yeah. images yeah. of people that speak for, you know, like an avatar, let's say. Right. But, you know, there are virtual um, influencers all around the world about everything and anything. Like there are virtual right. influencers that sell perfume and virtual right. influencers that sell cars. <laughs> right. But I want to create a stable of virtual women influencers who speak about women's issues. And I want them to tell to, – the thing that got me excited about Allie was that she has, a, has wonderful stories to tell. Because right. the way to influence people is not to lecture them no. or pontificate or no. stand up and give a speech. It's no. by saying, I mean, why is your book so amazing? Because you told the story. Right. And that's what I want is to g- gather a group of women, give them a virtual influencer face, you know, an avatar or whatever, and let them speak to their constituency. Because I'm, you know, very aware that I'm a white 66-year-old woman. I can't really speak for a 19-year-old black person or a Hispanic woman. or You know, how do these things impact them? So that's what huh. I wanted to say. <laughs> well, well uh, yes, Jenna, and... Um... It is, uh, it is a great project, um, particularly. <laughs> well, you know me. I mean, I'm always, I'm always coming up with you know, ideas, and I, you keep I'm, saying, "Great idea, Jenna." You, you, you are one of the people I know that generates two or three really solid new ideas every day. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, and the thing that that uh, is astonishing. You have the talent to, 
to back it up. But Jenna, I gotta say you're in the you're in the strong running here for the iPad because you answered two questions. I did. You answered two questions. That's going to be hard to beat. We got Marga. We got Marga coming up behind you. Now, Jenna. Now, Marga, uh, don't say anything smart or intelligent. Yeah, yeah Marga, please play, say something. And I see we got Cal. We're going to make Cal come Uh-oh. up and answer oh, a question. Oh, no, Cal. Yeah, okay. Jenna, thank you. I love hearing You're your welcome, voice. Darling. It's great. You know what? You ne- uh, um, uh, Your voice, you have the voice of a 28-year-old. I've told you this before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Life so kind of excites me. It, it is. Uh, it was wonderful <laughs> talking to you, and thank you for the advice. And we got Marga up next. All righty, bye bye. Adios. Here we go. Take next. Marga, Margo, Marga, Mar- Mar- Marga, Margo. Do you pronounce it Marga or Margo? Margo, Margalicious, Margathon. Marga Magnificent. How do how do it Marga how do we pronounce your name? Let us know how we pronounce your name. Hello, hello Margo. Margaret. She's off making a sandwich and doesn't know we're calling on her. Uh anybody else have any anybody else want to take a final flyer at the uh iPad? I will announce Hello. <laughs> Oh, hello. So, hello, 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 Margot. What do we say, Margot, Margot? How do you pronounce your name? It's Margot, like escargot. Oh, fantastic, Margot. How are you, <laughs> Eugene? Margot. Well, Jenna does not want you to give very good advice or have a very interesting problem. <laughs> he and Kristen and Tom and Allie want to win the iPod. So, All right, I have no advice then. I've got nothing. Okay, so do you have do you have advice, Margo, for uh, Kristen, who uh, was attacked twenty years ago, and is so? Go ahead. Well, I, you know, weirdly, I've had a really weird week with some trauma in my body that was released during yoga, where I was in the middle of. I, I'm, I haven't done yoga; just started doing yoga in the middle of just doing this simple thing, and I just burst into tears. I had to leave the room. Oh. Wow. And, and and I was like, what is happening? And I realized I was holding so much tension in my body. Oh. Which we do. And Jenna's totally right. And and then I had some other things happen personally with family members. And it all kind oh. of came clear like, oh, this is all interrelated to this trauma that I've been holding on to. Even Wait though I've gone so and had. Is, take me back. So oh. you're in a yoga uh, class. And what position? In, in my house. In your house. Just in our house. Yeah, and- I was doing a lunge, like a runner's lunge. Right. So you're kind of like, your one foot is all the way behind you, and your other foot is up next to your hands. Your hands are on one side. Right, right. Is inside of those two hands. So, like, you're getting ready to run, jump a hurdle. Okay, got it. So, so you really open your... I right. just lost my mom. I just lost it. Oh. I, I just started... I, I was overwhelmed with grief. Oh, Margo. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's wow. like, and I, it's I, stuff I hadn't let go of from my childhood. And I, oh. I think that Jenna's right in that getting some body work done. I have right. really tight fascia. She was talking right. about the myofascial. Right. I had rolfing done once, and the rolfer said, You have the tightest fascia Whoa. I've ever manipulated in my life. <laughs> wow. No kidding. I'm just one big tension ball. 
so yes, getting some help in your body and then also probably getting more, more, you know, you can never have too much therapy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You can well, keep revisiting these things and peel them away like an onion. And your advice was so right on the money. It's just these thoughts come up and you yeah. recognize them and then you let them go. You let them go. And just let it, it was, keep happening. Let it keep happening. They eventually, if we just bat them away, they will eventually lessen. They will eventually, you know. Yes. Can I just ask you, you are you, you're making jewelry. So you're hunched over for hours at a time with this. So I, I'm not. I'm not making jewelry. <laughs> what? I yeah. Oh no, that's a whole other story, E.G. Oh no, I just started. I just started a new career. I just got licensed as a realtor. Well, congratulations. What do you, uh, can you give us some advice for Allie then? Because Allie, that's to... where my advice for Allie comes in. Okay, so I'm turning fifty nine this year. Congratulations. And, yes, and here we go. And I have had. I don't even know how many careers over my 59 years, but I have done so many different things. I, I always say every 10 years I evolve into something, into a new direction. And right. this past 10 years have been really crappy and uh, tough. Uh, uh. And also some, some good though, right? Oop, we just lost Margot. We just lost Margot. Hello, hello, Margot. Just when she it was doesn't work out, uh, do something else. Margo, you we don't, lost. Uh, you had to repeat the last minute of what you said. We oh no, said, say that again. Drifted off, drifted off. Well, once it, you can, it's never too late to try something new, and you can try something and see how it fits. And if you don't like how it fits, try oh. something else. Yes, that's right. Oh, you know, it's Alan, never too I, late. Just keep trying. <laughs> Allie, see, that's the thing. You're, it's not the decision of a lifetime. It's the decision of a year. You know, you're going to give it a year and you got to uh, uh, bang every bell and blow every whistle and tr knock on every door and try everything. Because now, now you're a free woman. You got two kids, uh, probably a husband. You have your first career is behind you. And now you've got everything is open up. Of course, I wanted her to go to uh, start organizing unions because that is a powerful powerful position but i and she's got all these talents and she's cute as a bug i'm looking at her picture um so that that'll help so margo i agree with your advice you're in the you're a very strong contender for this ipad i don't know what the hell i'm going to do here about this uh yeah okay so margo we've got typing margo hello <laughs> so Everybody, I'm getting so much feedback. I can't hear. I'm sorry. Oh, you're getting feedback. Oh, it just means your uh, something is turned on. Oh, turn off your. Um, are you on a, a browser on your computer? Just turn that. Oh, off. here we go. Okay, here we go. I'm I'm good now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We have Elon Musk Starlink, so I don't know if it's we're still figuring it out. Oh my goodness! See what happens. What do you mean? You have his Starlink? What is that? That's the that's um, satellite internet because we live in the middle oh. of Amish country. So oh that yeah that's the best. That <laughs> to me there's uh, no Amish cable people, here. I just if you know uh, I I love it up there. I've been into Lancaster County. I have roved fr uh, free and clear all over. I love it. I love it. I you know I love it up there. So uh, we are going to bid our melodious adieu uh, to Margot and to Jenna and to Allie and to Tom. And to Kristen 
And um, before I play uh, the greatest theme song since Little Richard's Good Golly Miss Molly, I uh, just want everybody to remember, I will announce who won the iPad next week. And remember what George Carlin said, honey? Conservatives are not pro-life. They are anti-woman. The ASCII G music is by Los Caterpillars, Greg Talenfeld, and Melanie Rock. The incidentals are by Little Red Church. The show art is by Rent, by the Rembrandt of his generation, James, Silent James. ASCII G is produced by, are you kidding? Uh, the dog is played by Guffington Von Fluke. The cat is played by Vagina T Fireball. Uh, you know, write to us at e dot gene at askegene.com and or send us a juicy email, uh, which I may play on the show, 845-682-0881. Send us a, you know, you know, a voicemail question would be really cool. And so follow us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And for God's sakes, give us five stars. This is going to kill you. And remember what I always say, darlings. Fate loves the fearless. Call her on the phone. Call her on the phone. When you're all alone, just ask Eugene. Call her on the phone. Don't sit there all alone. If you need to pick up bone, Bobby, ask Eugene. Oh, shit.